ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Speak Life. I'm your host, Marty Layton, and I'm ordained as a prophet uh, with Christian International Ministries under Bishop Bill Hammond. have been for more than 30 years now, and uh, my wife and I are uh, privileged uh, that you tuned in tonight and uh, that you're a part of this broadcast slash podcast and uh, in that you're... Um, uh, you know that you are hungry for what God has to say, and and uh, it's always an honor to bring hope uh, in these challenging times and remind you uh, the blessing of Yeshua rests upon us. Amen. Uh, we'll continue to see darkness get darker. That's what the Bible says. Uh, but remember, we're the kingdom of light. Amen. So don't fear during challenging times. I know I heard a lot of fear. Uh, I never really listened to uh, television or the news or uh, various other things. It's just there's no hope there. It is all negative, and it's all peddling and uh, uh, pushing uh, negativity on people. And so I don't listen to that <clears throat> because I have, to, I have to focus on what God is saying, and it's so opposite of what, of what the Lord is saying uh, that I can't hardly even pay attention to it. So I want to I want to encourage you don't fear uh during these challenge challenging times. God is still in full control of all that is happening. And God reminded me that he spoke much of what is happening right now. And we have already prophesied the the shaking of the financial systems of this world, the system of mammon, <clears throat> and how God will shake the wealth of the world and transfer great resources to the people of God. You know, one of the scriptures the Lord uh, spoke to me, reminded me of uh, <clears throat> yesterday morning, was uh, Zechariah, from Zechariah chapter 12. Zechariah 12 and verse 8, it says, In that day, and I believe we are in that day, it says, The Lord will defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Or you can also say the church. He's speaking about God's people. Uh, the Lord will defend the inhabitants of, of Jerusalem or the church. The one who is feeble among them in that day. Has anybody ever felt weak and feeble? You know, that's what he's talking about. For those who are the least among us, who, who, who are weak and feeble, <clears throat> in that day they shall be like David when the Lord defends in that day. And I believe we're in that day. <coughs> Excuse me. They shall be like David. And the house of David, those that are already like the house of David, uh, shall be like God, like the angel of the Lord before them. And those who have been feeble uh, will become great warriors and strong worshipers. You know, there's a lot of people that are feeble uh, in their worship, and they're feeble in their faith, and feeble as warriors. Uh, and, and all you have to do is look around at the body of Christ. But God says in that day... I'll defend you, and I'll give you a promotion, and you'll become great warriors and strong worshipers like the house of David. But those who have been the, the warriors like David, worshiping like David, opening the heavens, walking in dominion, in that day, which I believe is this day, those shall be like God. What are you saying, Brother Marty? What are you saying? Well, you shall be like God. You shall be like Jesus. Is Jesus God? 
Yes, he is. <clears throat> Those worshiping warriors will become more and more like Jesus, who is God. Unlimited power in the spirit, authority, resource, resources, amen, uh, walking in dominion over all the powers of hell, just like Jesus, amen. So God is shaking this thing out, and the warriors of God have been praying and using the gifts of the spirit and staying active, keeping their spiritual uh, spiritual senses active, keeping their uh, flow of the of the gifts of the spirit active, uh, rejecting the lies of fear and uh, pursuing the destiny and the purposes of God for this hour. Listen, God is showing his mighty right arm uh, for those now. No fear, no matter what the world's false prophets are prognosticating. I don't know if you're paying attention or not. <clears throat> I just take a little glimpse here and there. But these false prophets of Baal, they're, they're prophesying all these negative things, and then they're doing everything they can to bring it to pass. And so I, I just want to challenge you. Have no fear, no matter what the world's false prophets are prognosticating. Have no fear. There's no power in their words. And what thus saith the Lord, that shall prevail. What God has said will prevail. And God has said, America shall be saved. I mean, you need to declare that every day. America shall be saved. I believe the word of the Lord. God showed me China is weak and collapsing. <clears throat> Russia is a paper tiger and is posturing to appear as a threat, but they too are weakening. And these two threatening nations are mortally wounded and will become weaker by the day, says the Lord. You'll not become poor and besieged by your enemy. You are the chosen, the called, and the faithful, and America the beautiful will arise. And because of America, I believe Israel will live. The Lord said, I will not curse what I, will, what I have blessed. America, the bread of the nations, Israel and America will see a greater unity and oneness. Financial markets are shaking at the arm of the Lord. No more robbery of the people of God. Wall Street is shaking to the very core, and a reset is occurring, says the Lord. For I have injected my anti-corruption anointing, and a great reversal is now in motion. For those who have prophesied the destruction of this nation, the Spirit of the Lord says, May I remind you of the covenant that I made with America the beautiful. And my covenant is ineradicable. It's unchanging. It's immutable. And it is unbreakable. Yes, some will be judged for the evil they have done. But this nation I have called and I have blessed. And I cannot curse what I have blessed. I have blessed America the beautiful. I spoke this nation into existence before the world began, and I created and I spoke over this nation to feed the world the bread of life and to heal the earth with my words of truth. Judgment will come to some, but will not come at this time in this nation as some have spoken. They've prophesied America shall be lame and financially crippled, but I say it will not happen, for I have raised you up 
for a new season of dominion, says the Lord, and for the next 10 years, I will cause you to rule in the midst of your enemies, possessing their gates. These haters of America that have taken over the national microphones will now fail and fall, says the Lord. I will shut down their amplifiers. I will flex my muscle and show my power. These anti-America, anti-what-I-am-doing-in-this-nation crowd will be silent, says the Lord, by the return of a president that will break through the powerless ramblings of that spirit of confusion and that Leviathan spirit that seeks to make communication impossible, I will crush under the feet of my church. The voice of clarity and truth will triumph, says the Lord, and I will give you a president like David, bringing fear and trembling to the nations. I will take the wealth of the wicked, and I will eliminate your national debt and transfer wealth into the hands of the righteous, says the Lord. You are the righteous. You are the called. You are the chosen ones. And I will show you my covenant strength, says the Lord. Father, we just pray for this nation, America the beautiful, right now. You've called us to be the light of of Christ Jesus to the world. And we pray for our legitimate governmental leaders in Congress and in all levels of leadership in this nation, even leaders in the judicial. And Father, we ask for forgiveness for them, as many have hidden in fear, like David's brothers did behind the rocks when Goliath was threatening Lord, they've forgotten the promises that you've made, especially the promises to our forefathers. Won't you wash us in your blood, Father? Won't you cleanse us? Won't you make us one? Won't you heal our land? Father, shed your grace upon our nation again. And thank you for your mercy that endures forever. Crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Amen. I don't know uh, who would get offended by these things. Some people get offended by my love for the nation and my stand for this nation. Some do, and we bless them anyways. But I know God has raised me up as a voice for him in this hour. And I will always seek to obey God and not be a man pleaser. And, and I may know, uh, may or may not know a lot of political things, <clears throat> but I do know this one thing. His covenant is unbreakable. And God has a beautiful future for our, for our children, for our grandchildren and the generations to come. He will be the strength of his covenant to this nation, America. And you can put your nation in there. Amen. I know many watch from other nations as well. Thousands watch from other nations. 
You can put your nation in there as well. He will not uh, forget you. He'll be the strength of the covenant to your nation. And I also know that he has spoken many things about this nation to me and how we will arise again now. And like the eagle, we will soar over and above these storms that seek to ground us. You know, one thing about the eagle is it is coated with a very thick oil, (coughs) like the anointing oil, and it will not absorb the rain. And this nation will arise like the eagle, and we will not absorb the storm, and we will not take on water, but we will arise and shine in the grace and the power of Almighty God. America, America. You shall be saved. Amen. God is protecting this nation. And this is a time, and we've prophesied this many times, this is a time of reversal. And this will turn around now. His covenant, his power, his immutability, his omniscience, his omnipotence, his infallibility, that is our assurance. All of this is our hope our blessed assurance that he will not fail us. Amen? And all of this is combined and is converged uh, for the defense of his people in this hour. You know, Abraham, called the friend of God, he sought the Lord and said, if there's 50 righteous, would you show mercy? If there's 40, if there's 30, if there's 20, if there's 10, if there's 5, if there's just one, Would you show mercy? Listen, there are millions upon millions upon millions of believers in America, the beautiful. I want to challenge you today. Trust his covenant. Trust in his name. Trust in his love. He'll never leave us to our own defense. He is Yahweh Shema, God with his people. Amen? You know, I had a vision that I received 30 years ago. And this vision is so alive in my heart right now. And, <clears throat> and I want to share it with you before we move on to the teaching. You know, I was on my way to the hospital 30 years ago where Pastor Tracy was about to have our third baby. And this was on February 24th, 1993. And as I was driving to the hospital, I was driving uh, through Panama City Beach down Highway 98 Uh, in Panama City Beach, Florida. It was around 8 p.m. at night, and uh, the roads were unusually crowded for this time of year. Young people were everywhere, college-age kids, and uh, suddenly I was in an open vision as I was driving, Uh, and in this open vision, I saw a giant hole in the earth, and I saw a purple glow of fire Uh, beautiful colors emanating from this hole. It was mostly like purple. And all these college-aged young ones were circling around the hole, and uh, hundreds hundreds of thousands of them, all pressing in to see this purple, fiery glow. And as they continued to move forward, they pushed, with every advance, they pushed the line in front of them into the hole, And uh, it was overwhelming (coughs) uh, to see so many falling into the gates of hell. I was overwhelmed with compassion. 
And uh, I yelled as loud as I could, stop, stop. But they could not hear me. Uh, The music that they had playing was hypnotizing them and mesmerizing them. And they were blinded and bewitched and deceived. And they walked straight into the mouth of hell. And the Lord said to me, in that moment, I was crying. The Lord said, I will bring forth an awakening, a revival that will awaken the people, especially the young ones of this nation. And they will create a new sound that breaks the spell of evil off of them. And then I saw stages set up along the beach. I saw them set up in cities. I saw them set up in town squares. And then I saw tents all over the place, tent meetings. I saw church parking lots. And I saw concerts going on and preaching, concerts and preaching combined. (coughs) And everywhere this was done, the awakening and the revival began happening. And it seemed like everyone everywhere was surrendering their hearts and their lives to Jesus. And then the vision ended, and I was back driving in my car. And I hadn't, hadn't really given up on this vision ever, uh, but it, it, it's something that's consumed me for years. <clears throat> but I put it on the back burner for 30 years, and the Lord spoke to me early this morning and said, Now is the time for the fulfillment of that vision. So powerful. I want you to know wickedness will not prevail. Evil will not prevail. America the beautiful was raised up for a specific purpose by the covenant promise of God. It was birthed by the proof and evidence of many miracles. They say George Washington had so many bullet holes all the way through his uniform. Uh, and and no bullet wounds in his body. In other words, the bullets went through, but as they went through, God healed him. <clears throat> the mighty hand of God is upon this nation. It's upon you. And listen, God will clean up the messes of those who have forced their false gods and their evil practices upon some. God will deal with them, and God will clean up the mess. But now you will see the power of his mercy that endures forever. You know, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7, Apostle Paul wrote this, We have this treasure in earthen vessels, that's you and I, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet we are not crushed. We are perplexed. Have you ever felt perplexed? but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed. We will endure hardness as good warriors of the Lord. And our strong prayers, I believe, are cutting the path before us, fearlessly determined to seek his kingdom, that it would come and his will would be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. You know, I love the Lord, and I know he is doing something radical 
And sometimes we do not understand why. And we may be hard-pressed. We may have all kinds of things happening. We may be perplexed. But hang in there. God is about to show his power. Amen? That's not the teaching tonight. But I had to decree what God has spoken to me. Amen? I believe God has an infusion of hope for you and for your house tonight. Amen? I want to remind you uh, that we have a church service. I want to invite you every Sunday at 4 p.m. Come out and and worship with us. The powerful prophetic worship that occurs at Sunday at 4, it's just, it's life-changing. And and, uh, you've got to get under that anointing. Your eyes will open and you'll begin to see vision and, and insight and hear the voice of the Lord so much clearer, getting under that mantle of anointing, under that open heaven. Prophets have an anointing for an open heaven. And uh, I just want to invite you out that Sunday at 4 p.m., right here in Hendersonville, Tennessee, at 403 Walton Ferry Road. Uh, Come join us and uh, just come get blessed. Uh, You know, I prophesy over many people every week, and uh, the word of the Lord shatters the enemy. There is freedom and liberty and miracles are happening. God is doing mighty things in our midst. Amen. And so come on out this Sunday at 4 p.m. Don't miss it. Uh, those of you uh, that want more information, please go to our website, which is lifepointchurch.cc. Lifepoint, L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, Lifepoint church.cc. CC stands for Christian Church. And uh, I want to invite you to go there. Uh, Actually, we have a prayer wall that I'd love for you to share your prayer requests with us so that we can pray with you in agreement and and decree uh, prophetically over every prayer request and see uh, God begin to do mighty things and do them rapidly. Jesus said, if you agree, is touching anything, whatever you ask for, I'll do it. And uh, I just believe that, Matthew 18, 19. And so uh, have hope tonight. God is doing something mighty in your midst. And, and he wants you to just realize he's in control and he's with you. Amen. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. <clears throat> Amen. Now, I want you to get this deep inside your heart tonight. <clears throat> God has destined you to win. God has destined you to win. It doesn't matter what's going on in the world around you. It doesn't matter uh, what's happening. It doesn't matter what the gas prices are. It doesn't matter what the grocery prices are. Uh, God has destined you to succeed, to prosper, and to win. Amen? I don't know exactly what chapter you are in, but God spoke to me to share this with you tonight. It's not over until God says it's over, and it's not over. You may be facing different things, maybe some crisis, uh, but I want you to know you are destined to win. God is not going to fail you. You're not the first one that God's going to fail. It's not going to happen. God will not fail you. Pages turn, chapters change, but you're not stuck in one long chapter of bad things giving way to bad things. 
the seasons change. Amen. Uh, in the beginning, <clears throat> there was uh, a God said, let there be light. And the evening and the morning were the first day. In that moment, God set a rhythm, uh, set a, a calendar, a timing in place uh, so that we would understand that times change, seasons change. <clears throat> As a constant reminder of the goodness of God, the seasons that we live in change. Amen. And we are in a season change now. We are springing forth, right? Seasons change. And that old chapter of your life is over and you are in a winning season. In fact, I, I make it a habit of declaring that over myself every day. I'm in a winning season. Amen. Let a new chapter a new chapter of your life, let it begin. God wants you to know you are a winner, and you are born to win. Amen. You are a winner. Just say it out loud. I am a winner. There's something empowering about that. When the anointing is on it, and you're declaring <coughs> in agreement with God, I am born to win. I am a winner. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. When you begin to speak these things out, I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and never beneath. I am blessed coming in. I am blessed going out. You're continuing to reinforce <coughs> the blessing of God in your life. You're continuing uh, to activate new levels of blessing and success and prosperity in your life. It's so important that you get this. You've got to have it deep within you. You are born to win. You were born for such a time as this. Uh, there's great gifting. There's great anointing in you. There's great specialty in you. And God made one of you, <coughs> just one. I often uh, get called, uh, uh, depending on the length of my sideburns, uh, if they're extra long, I'll get called Elvis Presley at least once a day, you know, or you, you know, you look like Elvis Presley. Are you related to Elvis Presley? Uh, or if I have shorter sideburns like I do today, uh, you know, people stop and say, uh, are you related to Johnny Cash? You know, uh, but listen, the best Johnny Cash impersonator, the best Elvis impersonator, uh, the best of the best, the best can only be number two. And listen, God wants you to be number one at being you. Amen? You're born to win, and you're born for such a time as this. There's gifting. There's specialization in you. You have things in you that the world needs, that God put in you. He wove you together in your mother's womb, the Bible says, and he's called you to stand up and be who he created you to be. And I want you to hear me loud and clear, the best is still yet to come. Amen? <clears throat> you know, what would David say to your circumstances? He'd say, I don't see anything, but you might see a giant, but I see somebody about to fall. What would Ezekiel say? <clears throat> you may see a valley of dry bones, but I see a mighty army about to rise up and walk in dominion over their enemies. You know, what would Jesus say? Uh, in, in the midst of your challenges, he'd say, I see a mountain, but I see a mountain moving. Come on, 
You got to have faith today. You got to know that you know that you are in covenant with Almighty God and that you are born to win. Amen. In Genesis 41, uh, we read about the life of Joseph. And if anyone was a picture of someone who was born to win, it's Joseph. No matter what he encountered, God turned it all around for his good, and he always ended up on top. So in this chapter, Joseph is now interpreting the dream of Pharaoh, and he, has, he tells him, a, <coughs> Pharaoh says, I don't even know the dream. And so <clears throat> Joseph prays, God tells him what the dream is. Now that in and of itself is an incredible prophetic anointing, just be, being able to tell the Pharaoh, who's like the king or the president, uh, what his dream was. He didn't even know what his dream was, and he had to come up with the dream or die. And so he says, I, I saw uh, the dream, and you saw seven uh, heavy cows, and you saw seven skinny cows. And the interpreta interpretation of this was seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. And if you don't want to get caught off guard in the seven year of famine, you've got to, because the seven skinny cows ate the seven heavy cows. <clears throat> and I don't want you to get caught up on the seven year part of that today. What I was uh, what God is signifying to us is there'll be good days and there'll be tough days. There'll be good times, there'll be tough times, but we have to learn to press through. Ecclesiastes 3 and verse 1, it says, To everything there's a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And then in verse 11, it says, He made everything beautiful in its time, and He's also put eternity or destiny or purpose in their hearts. The Hebrew word there is olam. It speaks of destiny. It speaks of the future. And so the prophetic future is in you. That's why he said he put eternity in their hearts. That's the best the translators could do. <coughs> the Bible says uh, that the Bible is actually our instruction manual that our Creator, our Father, gave to us to understand how to operate and function properly the way we were built to function. Uh, there'll be good times, there'll be tough times. It's all a part of it. You know, when they made the anointing oil, uh, they, had to, they had to do it according to the recipe God gave them. And God said, I want you to put myrrh in there, crushed myrrh. Myrrh is a bitter herb. It's a bitter, uh, harsh-smelling, bad-tasting herb. Uh, 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 herb, And so they would crush the myrrh and they'd add that in the anointing oil. Listen, there is a purpose for everything that God does. And sometimes it takes that balance of things. Joseph would have never been positioned where he was positioned had it not been for his brothers selling him out. Come on. There's a purpose for every season and God has instructions on how to navigate through these seasons of life in the Bible. And so I want to challenge every one of you. I can't get past this lately. You've got to start reading your Bible more. Read the Word of God and pray. Please hear me when I say that. Read the Word of God and pray. 
<clears throat> the destiny and the prophetic future that burns within us will begin to speak to us and empower us <clears throat> as we continue to allow the Word of God to transform us from the inside out. You're going to make it through. That's the way God designed it, and that's the way God designed and built you. Seven fat cows, seven skinny cows, times of plenty, times of shortage, and pressing through challenges, good days and seemingly not so good days. Understanding this principle from the owner's manual will help you to understand that no weapon formed against you will prosper. It'll help you to understand God works all these things together for our good, Romans 8.28. <clears throat> the pages turn, the new chapters of life begin, and God is out to do you good at all times. It is your secret to success, your secret to prosperity. Nothing can keep, you are unstoppable. The destiny in you is greater than the battles you may face. Seven heavy or fat cows and seven skinny cows. Understanding this will save your marriage. Understanding this will save your family relationships. It'll save your relationship with God. It'll even save your relationship with your church and those who are called to lead you. Joseph was interpreting this dream by the Spirit of God, and it would be the secret to Egypt's survival. In fact, historians uh, say that the famine was actually so great that uh, Joseph actually saved the human race. So it's so important that you understand all that tragedy that he went through, all the challenges that he went through, <clears throat> could not stop the destiny that was in him. All that you're facing right now cannot stop what God has destined for you to do. He has placed eternity in your heart, and you will fulfill your destiny. You know, it was this, it, it saved Egypt, uh, but, but it was also saving Joseph's family, which was God's covenant family, saving the destiny of the offspring of Abraham. <clears throat> Listen, there's more in you than you know, more destiny, more purpose. You have to understand we may face some challenges, but there's a destiny and a future to fulfill. Uh, one of my great friends, brother, and mentor, uh, Kim Clement, Prophet Kim Clement, we used to play this song, you're somewhere in the future and you look much better than you look right now. We used to just de declare it and sing that line over and over. You're somewhere in the future and you look much better than you look right now. You have to say that to yourself sometimes. Listen, you're born to win no matter what. <coughs> you are a winner. <clears throat> God wants you to have spiritual success. God showed Joseph the way you handle the good times will have a great impact on how you handle the tough times. Apostle Paul said, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. In other words, I've learned to have spiritual success no matter the season, no matter the times I have to walk through, no matter what they say about the banking system, no matter what they say about the financial system, no matter what they say about the chain of, uh, uh, of, uh, uh, of delivery with food or <coughs> chain of supply. Uh, listen, God is your chain of supply. God is your provider. Amen. He is Jehovah Jireh. 
Amen. You, you know, it doesn't matter what things may look or sound like. The way you handle uh, your relationship with God matters more than the way you handle your finances. The way you handle your good days will have a direct correlation on how you handle tougher days. The lesson Joseph was able to deliver to save God's people and ultimately the world was this. Maximize the good times and minimize the bad times or the tough, challenging times. Maximize the good times, minimize the bad times. The world wants to make everyone a victim of life's circumstances. Victimhood pays big. <clears throat> you, you have a reason to hate someone. You have a, a, a reason to hate someone of a different skin color or hate someone of a different uh, ethnic background or hate someone of a different uh, uh, whatever, a political affiliation. Listen, you've been victimized by somebody. You've been victimized by life itself, uh, ultimately getting you to see that you're victimized by God. And listen, Jesus said in John 16, 33, these things are going to happen. These challenges, you're going to face tough things, but be of good cheer. I've already overcome all of this world and everything in it. All the garbage that's in this world, I overcame it for you. And if you're in Christ, you can overcome this world too. You were born to win. You were born to conquer. You were born to succeed. You were born to prosper. And you are absolutely unstoppable in Christ. Just read the owner's manual. Pray. And when you're in times of prayer, don't you be the only one talking. Listen. God is talking too. And like Joseph, your ability to refuse victimization and walk in what I call victorization will impact your destiny and the destiny of your family in front of you. Eternity was in the heart of Joseph. Destiny, the prophetic future that he was promised, <coughs> being fulfilled, it was in his heart, it was in his mind. And in the book of Acts, the disciples they were in the upper room when it was time for the seasons to change for them. And God's great winds of change began to blow. And the upper room was uh, saturated with the rain of his presence. Listen, God wants to saturate your upper room, your mind, your heart, your, your will, your emotions, your thinking uh, with the rain of his, of his presence, with the wind of his spirit with storms of blessing. So when the days or times of challenge come, you don't resort to cynicism and being critical and ultimately accepting victimhood, ultimately robbing you of provision of God and for your lean times. Victimization leads you to a negative outlook, leads you to being critical, discouraged, defeated, negative, uh, and dangerous comparisons with others. Ultimately, you give up on the eternity that God's placed in your heart. And God wants the church to receive <coughs> an awakening, a revival. Begin to see it's all in God's hands. Everything belongs to him. Everything in the world belongs to him. Everything in us belongs to him. How can I serve him and give him everything I've got? We need a baptism of the upper room with a fresh look at eternity in our hearts, a move of the Holy Spirit arresting the hearts 
and the minds of this generation beginning with leadership. Amen? Because if you'll accept God's perspective of tough and challenging times and not give up your hope, but keep the faith, you'll not lose focus on the destiny and the future that's within you. This is how you fight and win. This is how you become that great warrior God created you to be. Your dream, your purpose. Why? Because no matter what things may look like, if God be for us, who or what could ever be against us? What could succeed as my enemy? We were born for such a time as this, and we were born to win. And the Holy Spirit wants to flood your thinking with his victorious thinking. He wants to baptize you in victorization <clears throat> so that you help others to see that they are, they are born to win too. What happened when they stepped out of the upper room? 3,000 men and women were led to the Lord that moment. You know, in the dream that the Pharaoh had, the skinny cows ate up the fat cows. So what does this mean? First of all, it was a warning, so you don't just accept circumstances, but understand that with God, you can make things change. Secondly, don't allow the tough times to devour the good times. With the Holy Spirit, you're never at a disadvantage. You always have the authority to win. If you don't understand this, you'll begin to allow your mind to accept a belief system that will defeat you every time. The skinny cow will eat the fat cow. We need, to, we need the Holy Spirit understanding <coughs> to be able to think right, especially during tough days, because your life will always go in the direction of your most predominant thoughts. You have to put on the mind of Christ. If you'll have a Holy Spirit-baptized, sanctified brain, you'll begin to think right and you'll act right. That's why it says in Isaiah 54, my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. The point is, if you'll let my thoughts become your thoughts, then your ways will automatically shift to my ways. Some, some people just need what the old preacher used to say at our at our camp meetings, you need to check up from the neck up. Stop thinking victim and let the skinny cows devour the fat cows. You were born to win in Christ. Stinking thinking will cause you to feel defeated all the time. And feelings change. So don't go by your feelings. Jeremiah prophesied, I will put my words in their minds and write them on their write it on their hearts. I'll be their God and they'll be my covenant people. Covenant people. The covenant is immutable. It is unbreakable. That means you're born to win no matter what. You have to intentionally put on the mind of Christ. Reverse it. Let the fat cows eat the skinny cows. Peter said, gird up the loins of your mind. Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians, the enemy seeks to blind the minds of some so that they will not believe in Jesus. <clears throat> That's the skinny cows eating the good cows. Listen, we are more than conquerors in bad times just as much as we are in the good times. This pandemic, uh, supply chain stuff, uh, bank fraud, uh, meltdown, whatever, uh, it's no match for the church. We've been given authority to win. 
Listen, the mind of Christ will help you to devour the skinny cows of threats of bad times and disappointments. And when faced with tough challenges, we don't allow the bad to eat up your joy. We don't allow the bad to eat up our peace or to eat up our freedoms. It is for freedom Christ has set us free. And you are born to win. You are born free. Amen. If you're not watchful, you can allow the challenges to overcome all that the Lord has done and what he's prophesied to come to pass. 2 Timothy 2 and verse 20, it says, But in a great house <clears throat> there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but of wood and clay, and some for honor and some for dishonor. Even in a great house, he said, even in a great house there can be things that aren't so good. Now, some people are trying to have the perfect family. Everyone faces challenges. We live in a fallen world. And listen, you're going to have to deal with the fact that there's challenges all the time. Even in a great house, there's things that aren't good. But it's still a great house. See, this is the mind of Christ straight from the owner's manual. In other words, you still have a great house, even though you've got some challenges to overcome. You still got a great marriage. You still got a great walk with the Lord. You still have a great uh, family. You're still a great dad. You're still a great mom. You're still great at everything God's uh, put in your hand to do. He handpicked you and put you in that specific circumstance, equipped you, designed you, built you for what you're going through right now. No one arrives at perfection but Jesus. <coughs> but by his amazing grace, we can do all things. Amen. His grace is sufficient. By his amazing grace, he removed sin and iniquity from us as far as the east is to the west, <coughs> as high as the expanse of the heavens are above the earth. So you were born again to win. Don't let the bad eat up the good. You have a great house. The devil wants you to see only the dirt in your house. You know, I talked about this on Sunday. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a man that, <clears throat> that sells everything to buy a field because there's a treasure in that field. <clears throat> he didn't just buy the treasure. He had to buy the whole field in order to get to the treasure. So he had to buy thousands of and thousands and thousands of pounds of dirt <clears throat> to get to the treasure. You know, that's our lives. You can either focus on the dirt <coughs> or you can focus on the treasure. There's gold and silver in there, but just focus on that dirt in the corner. Just focus on the challenges of life. You know, <coughs> just give up now and accept that you're a victim. Someone else brought that dirt into your house, and it's all you can see. Forget the gold. Forget the silver. You've been victimized. Now have a rotten day. That's what the devil wants you to accept. Listen to me. You're a winner. You have a destiny. You have a purpose. You have a promise from God. You're somewhere in the future, and you look much better than you look right now. You were born for such a time as this to display God's grace, his favor, you were born to win. Well, how do you know this, Prophet Marty? 
You know how I know it? Because I read the owner's manual. I read it every day, many times. I have his word on the matter. I'm filled with his Holy Spirit. I'm thinking God's thoughts that are higher than my thoughts so that my ways become higher and they become his ways. And with the mind of Christ properly in place in my life and eternity in my heart, I know I'm not just going to make it. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ who loves me. And I'm born to win and you are too. Now get up off that bed of self-pity. Shut down the pity party. Get yourself back in the Bible, back to daily prayer. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. You've been given power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. (coughs) Jesus would look at that circumstance and say, big deal. I saw Satan fall like lightning. Speak to the mountains, command them to be removed and cast into the sea, and in the name of Jesus, cast the devil out. Speak in tongues. Speak in new tongues. Lay hands on the sick so they can recover. Become a good warrior, waging a good warfare with the prophecies of your destiny and purpose. Get back to winning in life. You're going to win so much, you're going to say, Prophet Marty, we just keep winning. I don't know, I'm getting tired of winning. It's been so good to win. God has been so good, I keep winning. I stop listening to the fake news and the bad news prophets, and I just read the Word of God, and I pray, and I keep winning so much. I have a winning attitude, and I'll just keep saying, keep on winning. You were born for this. You were born to win. Jesus gave you all power over all the power of the enemy to reproduce this life of winning in others. Amen? Don't ever let the skinny cows eat your fat cows ever again. Make disciples. Teach them to observe and do all that God has commanded us to do because you're born to win. Determined to have a made-up mind and stay connected to stable people. Amen? Press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God upon your life. You're born to win. (coughs) Get laser-focused like a razor's edge on living by your design. You are designed and born and created to be a winner. 2 Corinthians 2 and verse 14 You know this verse very well. It says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. I want to end the teaching with this. The word causes, thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph. The the, uh, Greek word there, uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but the definition of that is manipulating the outcome. Thanks be to God who, is, who always manipulates the outcome for us to triumph in Christ. God is manipulating the outcome of your life so that you can win. If you'll just stay connected to God, he'll cause you to triumph every time. And in the end, you will always win. Amen? Amen. Man, I love the Word of God. I love to be a... a pusher of the hope that there is in Christ Jesus. I don't know how people live without the word of God daily in front of their face. Shut off all that fake news. Shut off the false prophets. Listen to the word of God. Let him begin to change you from the inside out. 
Be the champion he's created you to be and don't accept anything less than the eternity that's in your heart, the destiny, the purpose, that prophetic future that he's spoken to you, that he's created you for. Amen. I want to thank everybody who continues to stand with us in support of this ministry. <clears throat> if you desire to give an offering to support the work here, I want first want to say thank you from my family to yours, from our ministry hearts. You know, I believe in ministry from the heart. Ministry has to come from the heart and not from the head. Amen. But for those of you that want to give, you can give your offering in many different ways. Uh, text giving is really the easiest. If you want to try it, you can text any dollar amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. It's the easiest way to give. Amen. Many of you have been moved by the Spirit, uh, by this prophetic ministry, and you honor it by supporting it. And, uh, and I just want to thank you for that. And if you're watching on social media and you want to give that way, there's a link in the comment section. You can click on that. You can give that way. Uh, if you want to mail your offering, uh, you can mail it to Life Point Church. Again, L-I-F-E-P-O-I-N-T-E, Life Point Church, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. If you prefer to give on our website, it's lifepointchurch.cc. Again, LifePoint has an E on the end, lifepointchurch.cc. And there's a giving link at the top and the bottom of the page. As I said earlier, we have our prayer wall at the bottom there, please. Let us pray in agreement with you. <clears throat> Earlier this week, I got a, a a voicemail from someone that was calling for prayer, and uh, they didn't they didn't put it on the prayer wall, but they just called and left a voicemail on the on the church line, and uh, and so I I took that to prayer. A couple days later, they called back and said, "Praise the Lord, God answered our prayer. He did this, this, and this," and so. I just want to challenge you. There's power in prophets praying for you. You know, there's no distance or time in the spirit. So when I lay my hand on your prayer request, it's like me laying your hand, my hand on your situation. I believe prophets have an anointing for prayer. Prophets have an anointing, listen to me, for supernatural debt elimination. <clears throat> debt is afraid of prophets because when we come around, debt is eliminated. And I'm telling you, I can agree with you in prayer. There's an anointing I have for supernatural debt elimination. And God can cause your little jar of oil to continue to pour until all containers are to the full. And just like Elijah did for the widow woman, canceling all of her debt and blessing her with a continual overflow from that little, uh, that little jar of oil. Amen. Amen. Again, I want to invite you to come worship with us this Sunday at 4 p.m. at 403 Walton Ferry Road right here in Hendersonville. This weekend is going to be very powerful. <clears throat> I'm in a series called Conquer. It's going to be a very powerful time. The uh, worship team really has just been on fire lately, and it is a move of the Spirit during worship. And 
God's opening the eyes of those that are there. The heavens are open. Uh, vision and, and uh, revelation is coming to people. And that's what happens under an open heaven. Amen. And so strong worship, open heaven, powerful prophetic words. Amen. If you want to hear from God and you're having a difficult time, come. I'm happy to lay hands on you, prophesy over you, and give you the word of the Lord. And then I do a strong prophetic teaching. You think this is strong? Sundays are strong too. Sundays are very strong, and it is a, it is a powerful time of decreeing the blessing of God over your life. And uh, Sundays are filled with the curse being destroyed and the blessing released on God's people. Amen. I want to also point out we have an anointed children's ministry. Our children's workers are the best. I'm telling you that the kids love it. They can hardly wait to get to children's church. And it's it's fantastic. <clears throat> but bring someone who really needs to hear from the Lord, who really needs to hear a word from the Lord. If that someone may be you, then come. Uh, or maybe you need a miracle or, or healing in your body. We see this thing as a regular part of our walk with the Lord. God is moving in a very powerful way at Life Point Church, and I want you to come participate. Come join us this Sunday, 4 p.m., Life Point Church. We're at 403 Walton Ferry Road, right here in Hendersonville. You don't want to miss it. Amen. I also want to extend a great big thank you to my friend Mike Lindell. <clears throat> He's continued to be a blessing to this ministry. He's made available to this audience some great products and great discounts. <coughs> he now has <coughs> excuse me, two websites, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. MyStore.com is uh, filled with all kinds of products. It's, it's uh, the beginnings of a rival to Amazon. And so there's a lot of great stuff on there. It's all uh, made in the USA, and so it's very, uh, a very good and excellent product, great pricing as well. So MyPillow.com, MyStore.com, MyPillow, uh, they've come out with the new uh, 2.0, uh, MyPillow 2.0. It's, it's got the uh, cooling fabric. Uh, that, that technology was not available 20 years ago when they began making my pillow and now it is and so the my pillow has gotten even better you're going to receive a good night's sleep uh every moment that you're on that pillow you're going to love i'm telling you it makes a difference <laughs> hallelujah uh but if you'll use the promo code marty my first name m-a-r-t-y you'll receive dip, deep discounts on everything you purchase uh for those of you that prefer to call uh, your order in, you can call the number 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. It's on the screen right now. Remember to use the promo code MARTY and receive the deepest discounts. And one last thing I want to remind you is the My Coffee. I'm telling you, this stuff is the best. Uh, it's, it is organic. It, there's no aftertaste. There's no acidic to it. Uh, it's very smooth. I love it. It is uh, incredible. Get yourself some. Uh, they also have the K-Cup uh, packaging, uh, all, uh, whether you like uh, whole bean, which I like, 
or uh, already ground. You can get whatever you like there. All different blends. You, you're just going to love it. Remember to use the discount code MARTY, and you're going to receive deep discounts. Also, uh, the MyPillow slippers, which I've talked to you about before. They're doing a clearance now. Of all uh, last year's products, so the the my slippers were a hundred and fifty dollars just a few days ago. Now they're twenty five dollars, and so you you, you got to take advantage of this. Amen. I, I say all this because it's a great opportunity to support Speak Life. If you enjoy this, this is a good way to support us. Uh, get some incredible products that are made right here in the USA. You're blessing Mike Lindell and his fight for our freedoms here in America, and you're also blessing uh, Speak Life. You're also helping us along the way, and you're getting some great products in return. So, amen. Remember, you can always watch this show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central on Facebook, on YouTube, on Rumble. Uh, We're looking at all these other platforms as well, and uh, someone told me about another new one. Uh, But please help us by telling others to tune in. Uh, That's every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central, and uh, we appreciate that. If you like podcasts, please check us out on iTunes, on Charisma Podcast Network, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And take a minute, give us a good review, hit the stars, give us five stars. Believe it or not, this stuff really helps. It's very important uh, to give us a five-star review if you if you want. And uh, I'm asking you to do that if you could. It really does help the ministry, and and I appreciate that. Also, remember to follow me on all social media, social media platforms. Um, I'm on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, on Rumble, YouTube, Facebook, Getter, Truth, Parler, Telegram, all the different platforms. Just look for my name, at Marty Layton. That's the at symbol, Marty Layton, and uh, subscribe to all the different platforms there. Uh, ring the bell, do whatever the platform wants you to do to be informed and be uh, uh, updated on what we're doing. Amen. And so thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. It means so much. Again, uh, you know, I, I just appreciate our audience more than you know. Like I said, there's thousands and thousands of people uh, that tune in from all over the world. Uh, and I want you to know, I'm, I'm praying, I'm taking your, your prayer requests serious. Uh, I, I speak the blessing of the Lord over you every single day, and uh, I speak life. Uh, remember, Proverbs 18.21 declares the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And so again, I'm going to encourage you, Always speak life. Amen. We'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.